But if they don't have time and time doesn't exist, how does that make sense? Exactly. Mm. Everybody and happy Monday. Welcome to our very last Pride episode. It has been a great month. We're sad it's come to an end, but we're going out with a bang. This is not our very last. Like we'll do it next year. Oh yeah, yeah. I meant just for just for like yeah. June. Just for Pride month. Yeah, yeah. I am gay all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't take no breaks. <laughs> uh, I'm Emma. I'm Tilly. And shall we start with a little story time? Yeah. So today is a great morning. Yesterday, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> So what happened was I was working out. I was trying to do a good thing. And I was working out with my mom in the basement. She does a thing called nine round, which is a kickboxing cardio exercise type thing. And I got new shoes. I had just gotten new shoes to like start doing these workouts. And I was so excited that I was putting on the shoes and she was like, oh, I'm going to do a workout right now. Why don't you come with me? So I went with her, not realizing that I had not eaten breakfast. I had not been drinking nearly enough water, nor had I been drinking enough water the previous day. And I had a very light dinner the day before. So about nine minutes into the workout, I wasn't even pushing myself. I swear to you, (laughs) I was going easy. I started having trouble following the moves like it was just jab hook sidekick or something like that I've done karate in the past and so like I'm used to combinations and I was just could not get this combination of jab hook sidekick so my mom was trying to show me how to do it and I just went down like a ton of bricks and I remember for about maybe not even 10 seconds I had the thought oh I don't feel good and my whole world just started like spinning but before I could even say I don't feel good and like do something about it I was gone. I was out cold. Next thing I know, Emma, Emma, like she's trying to wake me up. She's like trying to pull me up into a sitting position. I thought I was in bed. I was so disoriented. I thought that she was waking me up from like a nightmare that I was having. I actually thought I was in a nightmare still. I didn't recognize my mom. That was the scariest part. Like I had no idea who this lady was. And then I, it must've been like one second, but it felt way longer. It always does. Right. And I came to, I I mean, I didn't really. Your eyes opened. My eyes opened. Yeah. Yeah. And then she sat me up against the wall and I passed out again. But after that, she woke me up. I was fine. I was totally cool. Uh, And I'm fine. Please don't be concerned. Like I went to the hospital. She called an ambulance because we didn't really know what happened right away. Um, And they did a bunch of tests and they think I just passed out from dehydration. So lesson learned, eat breakfast and hydrate before yeah. you do a workout. Drink your freaking water. <laughs> Drink your Eat friggin your freaking breakfast. <laughs> Eat your veggies. So today I'm feeling a little rough, but it's the love of the game. <laughs> <laughs> the show must go on. Yeah, the show must go on. So we're not quite geek squared. We're like geek 1.5. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, I, I bruised up my hip pretty bad. I think I hit, I must have hit something on my way down or I landed on my hip. Um, it's fine because we did x-rays and we're all good, but hurts a lot. Anyway, <laughs> so today's episode, Loki. Loki, the series, came out. Another MCU-related show. It's about Loki, god of mischief himself. After stealing the Tesseract at Avengers Endgame, the alternate timeline Loki is brought to the TVA, which is the Time Variance Authority. It's an organization that monitors all timelines outside the constraints of time and space. And they give Loki this choice of being erased due to being what they call a time variant or helping them fix the timeline and stop, spoiler alert, himself. Herself. Herself. Huh. 
themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> themselves? All right. So first things first, what, what are your thoughts so far? Do you think that this show so far has been entertaining, interesting, ties into the like the whole universe of MCU? Mm-hmm. And, I, and do you think it'll continue to be a good show and also end on like a really interesting and good note? I oh, we should be clear that as of right now, only two episodes of Loki are out. At uh, the time yeah. that this comes out, there will be a third episode, but we we just don't have time to record. Sorry, uh, so only two episodes have been out. Um, so yeah, I I I wouldn't say I disliked the first one. I just thought it was kind of boring. The second one picked up speed, and I think it's gonna grow from here. Uh, and I think it's gonna end on a high note because all the MCU shows have so far. MCU is really good at their narratives and how they monitor the speed and the the pacing of their stories. Mm. Once it gets rolling, it'll be really good. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's interesting that you liked the second episode better because I liked the first one better. Uh, it was just like setting up the story. So I wasn't mad. I like expected it not to be yeah incredibly exciting. It raised a lot of questions. But like main point, the chemistry between Owen Wilson and Tom Middleston. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm usually not. Surprised. I'm usually not an Owen Wilson fan. And I, I really wasn't crazy about him in that first episode. Once I saw the second one and, and I saw that amazing chemistry that they have. Yeah. He won me over. He's pretty good. I love it. Yeah. I love love it too. (laughs) (laughs) I I could kiss that man. (laughs) So like many people, I am very interested in the fact that we have finally confirmed that Loki is gender fluid, right? And I think after seeing episode one, I already felt that the series would be a narrative that the LGBTQ community would gravitate towards too. Towards too. (laughs) Would gravitate too. (laughs) You can see the effect of me hitting my head already. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, so Loki, like someone we know to be very sure of himself, is all of a sudden powerless and has no idea what's going on, right? And everyone around him has way more information than he, than he does, and his motive becomes this desire to understand the new reality he finds himself in. And I think that's very close to struggling with gender identity or sexuality, but in this case, Loki's gender fluid, so let's go with that theme. It was a very interesting first episode to raise those kind of questions, and I don't think that was an accident. I think. Like, I feel like Loki's gender fluidity is going to be very instrumental in this series, but not in the sense where it's like, oh, he's going to struggle with a love interest or something. The love interest is himself. Woman Loki. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's learning more about himself. There was the obvious tell that, there, you know, that he is gender fluid or that they are gender fluid. <laughs> well, he, he uses the pronouns he. You can say he. Yeah. But then like she also uses she. <laughs> we don't know that she uses she. Let's just go with he and she for now, because yeah. we don't know. You have he Loki and you have she Loki. And I'm sure everyone that's watched it noticed that on Loki's file when he goes into the TVA says gender fluid. Yeah, that's like a pretty like literally right in now. your face. <laughs> yeah. Also, when he's going through that where he gets his clothes bzzz, off. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he's like, Would I know if I was a robot? Mm-hmm. It's like Would you? <laughs> uh piggybacking on your your female Loki, the Randy Loki. Oh my god. He was so good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even the walk when they yeah. were walking, he had the walk down. Yeah. And even though his voice wasn't Loki, like he didn't have the same accent, he didn't yeah. really like speak in the same tone. Just there was something about him that it's like, wow, this is still Loki. Yeah. So whoever that guy is, amazing. <laughs> so when we were discussing this episode, it, it was cast upon me that my responsibility would be like <laughs> deep dive into the, <laughs> into the Loki part. <laughs> So uh, here we go. (laughs) I'm just going to start from episode one and just go chronologically as I saw them. So first of all, you get this opening scene where you see the flashback or flat flashback question mark. Whatever it was. I don't know. (laughs) To the new time that the Avengers went back in time 
which is like not supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting to see the old Loki. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you go to Ragnarok. Yeah, he's still a scheming little hoe, but like, <laughs> like but he's, he, he's not he's not I don't know if he's given up or he's just not as adamant about being God King. But then he has to go through that journey again within the span of like a couple hours right. or, or however time passes in the TVA. And then he gets his whole manhood just like, you're nothing. Time stone, frigate. Yeah. Space stone, stookied. <laughs> Speaking of time stone, when, when Hunter B, whatever, B12, B, vitamin B12, picks up the Tesseract when they're in the desert. Yeah. And then they go through the little block time door into the mm-hmm. TVA. It immediately dims. So I just thought that was interesting. I was like, hmm. Why does the space stone not have as much power? Then, you know, he, he goes through, take a ticket, please. Oh, yeah. Miss Minutes comes on the screen and like explains the history of the time keepers and all that. But I noticed that they all have red stones in their head. Yeah, I noticed that too. Are they reality stones? Mm, interesting. Then you, you get to know about Nexus events, a little nod to the comics because the mm-hmm. Nexus world is, right. is like the world that all of the multiverse connects. But then that also got me thinking, didn't Wanda get classified as a Nexus being? Yeah, I think so. I think. I'd have to rewatch, but I think, think you're right about uh, that. Agatha yeah. says it. Like she did create an alternate reality. Like it didn't have anything to do with time, really. Mm. It was just the reality. Ha ha but then also, if we're getting into the Nexus world or universe, that means that the secret wars are coming. Yeah, probably. They also made a reference to 2099, mm-hmm. which is also part of the secret wars yeah. storyline, isn't it? Yeah, I seem to remember something about Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's got that cool suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm not super well-versed on the comics. Nor so I. Have, I. Yeah, I have read them here and there, but yeah, that is a significant year as well. Um, There's like the, the main, or the, sorry, the sacred timeline. Then there's all these branching. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're timelines. Oh, oh no, neither do I. I think they're like realities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if everything is supposed to happen, that is the one timeline. Yeah, and everything happens on that timeline. The, I think the branches are like measuring time, but yeah, it's not yeah, necessarily yeah. time that's like going back and forth or anything. Yes. it's just like time that is happening naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. I agree. So that also got me thinking, like, oh, if. We happen to know of a certain movie involving a certain doctor (laughs) that happens to involve a certain multiple universes. That happens to be coming out like in the next Yeah, within the next couple of years. And also perhaps that confirmed that Scarlet Witch is going to be part of that movie. Mm -hmm. Are these all going to intertwine? Is Loki going to be a part of that as well? But how? Because he's not part of their timeline. But we're getting into the territory where like time and reality are like interlaced. But then you get to the scene where Mobius goes to that church and then there's that kid. Yeah. Mobius goes like, do you know who did this? And she points to the the devil window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that because she mistook the horn crown? I was thinking that too. For that? Or is that because of Mephisto? Mephisto is like the devil, quote unquote. Right. But it was also very, very much so thought that Mephisto was involved in WandaVision. Oh. Because is Mr. Latchy or Mr. whatever the bunny's name is? Oh, Mr. Scratchy? Mm. Senior Scratchy in, mm. the, in the show, WandaVision. Yeah. That character, the bunny character, who we will now probably never see again, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> is also linked to Mephisto. Yeah. So is it possible that Mephisto is this bigger, badder than Thanos villain that we're working towards in this phase four or whatever phase we're in now? It could be. Maybe. Because <laughs> like, you know, we got we only got a few short glimpses of Thanos or like mentions, if any, in the beginning of That's MCU. That's true. That's very true. So are they just doing it again with a bigger batter? They could be. Hmm. 
That's a good theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what is the nightmare department? I have no idea. That's where I went when I passed out. <laughs> I'm glad you're back. <laughs> and why would Mobius be okay with burning that part down? Yeah, I don't know. Also, is Mobius Mephisto? I was kind of thinking that when you brought up Mephisto mm. in the first place. However, Mobius is also an actual character. <laughs> but the they comics. have been known to like Do pull a fast funky one stuff. on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pull a fast one on it. By on it, us. I mean us. <laughs> we are it. <laughs> we are it. <laughs> it's the fans. <laughs> um, but the final, the final point in episode one that I noticed was like, something's not right here. Is Loki looks in that little drawer and sees all the Infinity Stones. Yeah. He picks up the Time Stone or one of the many Time Stones. Mm. And he holds it in his hand. Like, he touches it with his fingers. Mm-hmm. No one else has done that. Is that because the TVA exists outside of time and space? So that's why the stones are just powerless? Because there's, like, nothing to control? That's what I'm kind of wondering. Yeah. But, like, they're not powerless. They just don't have any purpose. After having, like, 20 movies or whatever mm-hmm. dedicated to the eventual end, including these time stones, and, like, that was what snapped half of all of existence in the entire universe and then also killed Tony Stark. Are these stones powerless? I just can't swallow that. If they were brought back into a reality that was of Earth or another dimension, they would have power again? Like, if Loki were to take the... Oh, my God. Yeah, like, what if he just takes one? Because he's obviously up to something because he wanted to... Because he's Loki. <laughs> yeah. One, he's Loki. He's the god of mischief. Yeah. Two, he did try to strike a deal with himself, the other Loki. Mm-hmm. And we don't know yet if that is to frame them or for his own his own personal gain or mutual gain, I guess, with himself, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, yeah, I love this show. <laughs> this might be my favorite one out of all the Disney Plus shows. I mean, I'm kind of biased because I already love Loki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is very good so far. Yeah. Um, also, when Loki goes on that speech about, oh, there's a saying in Asgard, the wolf's teeth are sharp, but the ears are sharper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did it have to be a wolf? Because of friggin' Fenrir. I'm pretty sure that was an, either just a little nod to Fenrir or we're going to see Fenrir. I hope so. Which I'm very excited yeah, about. Yeah, me too. Because it's Loki's kid. Recognized kid. Loki had many, many, many children. Yeah. But only a few, I think five in total were recognized. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be... Him Loki's kid? Oh, or her or Loki's her kid. Loki's kid. <gasps> it's interesting. And that if you so, this up. is she trying to protect that kid? And that's why she's I mean, doing maybe all because, these heists. Things? Yeah, because that is a big part of mythology god Loki's story is that he was trying to protect Fenrir sometimes from Odin and Thor and the others who wanted him dead because he was this monster. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 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 Also, genius play. Hiding in apocalypses. Genius. Yeah, that was awesome. That's Giga Brand. Yes. That was really cool, that that reveal. And only Loki could have figured that out. Only Loki could have figured that out. Yeah. And only Loki could have thought of that. To hide in apocalypses. Yeah. I find it strange that Mobius has not met the timekeepers. Can they do they even exist? Like if there's no reality and no time, does one even exist? You're beginning to see what I'm saying. The scene that Mobius is in, in the woman's office, I can't remember her name. Head honcho lady. She's like, yeah, well, like, how, blah, 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 something, something. I've never met them. The lady's like, like, they don't have time. But if they don't have time and time doesn't exist, how does that make sense? Exactly. Mm. I think the word time being used is a farce. <laughs> it entirely. is, because time doesn't exist in their whatever, not reality. Yeah, haha, exactly. They're anti-reality. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. You have brought up some very interesting points. I am very excited to see the rest <laughs> of these. 
So I think the reception of the show so far has been like mostly positive. The only thing that has really divided people has been the reveal that Loki is gender fluid. Like Loki has always been a very ambiguous character anyway, so I don't know why this is such a hot take all of a sudden. Like Loki as a mythological Norse god is gender fluid. So why should he exist otherwise in the MCU? Yeah. If Thor exists as he did in Norse mythology, why can't Loki as well? In Norse mythology, there are many instances of Loki shape-shifting into women. There are instances- Like all the freaking time. Yeah, like, like literally, literally all the time. Day. And there are instances where other Norse gods disguise themselves as women as well, but it's usually for like comedic effect, whereas Loki seems to just like enjoy this shape-shifting ability that he has. There's also a time when Loki shape-shifts into a mare in order to distract the builder's horse. Svadofari, that's the horse. And the builder was tasked with building the wall of Asgard and he had to do it within like a certain time. Um, and if he completed that, he would win Freya. Poor Freya. She's always just like bargaining power for everybody. Um, so Loki chooses to, like he could have picked a million and one ways to distract this horse, but he transforms into a mare. Horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then later he gives birth to this eight-legged horse named uh, Sleipnir, and that's one of his unrecognized children. And then there was one more story where Loki had literally birthed children. It's not like he he has you know provided the seed for these children. He poops he... them out his. <laughs> yes, um, and he has these. He has other children after eating the heart of some mysterious evil woman, and he births this monster race. And some people believe that monster race was not like trolls or giants or what have you. This race of children was actually Fenrir, Jormungandr, and Hel, which are his recognized offspring, as we talked about earlier. Not like the children of whatever female counterpart. He... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and Odin accuses Loki of having spent a whole decade as a woman in Midgard and birthing multiple children. Loki has been known to just give birth. Loki out here, <laughs> f- like yeah. literally the horniest god. People who are not receptive to the fact that Loki, MCU Loki is gender fluid, are just not familiar with Loki as a Norse god or Loki in the comic books. Because if you didn't know, Loki in the comic books is also gender fluid. So nothing has been changed. It's just been added to. And even Loki as a you know Norse god, not MCU Loki, is a very divisive topic because people like to claim that it's like him being gender fluid is forcing modern issues into the Pathian. But like they've been there. Like they've been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gender expression or identity and sexuality are not new concepts in mythology. Sexuality and gender identity are very old, like ancient even. In ancient Egyptian mythology, Horus and Set. <laughs> so what happened was Set asked Horus to... You know, and Horus agrees on the condition that Set will give him some of his strength. Every struggle for power yeah. in any, any mythology is like, listen, who's top? Who's, who's top? Pretty much. That's like the struggle. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, they do. They do a deed. Um, and then, um, you know, the, the goo goo is, <laughs> is, <akin, laughs> is akin to poison in, in Egyptian mythology. Uh, so things go sideways, probably, you know, literally. And Set poisons Horus, and then Isis somehow takes Set's goo-goo and sprinkles it on Horus's food, and he's poisoned as well. So, like, what makes people think that this is a brand new concept? Also, in Greek mythology, there's Apollo, Adonis, Hermes, Hercules, the Amazons, Athena, Aphrodite, the list goes on and on. In Roman mythology, we got Mercury, among others. In North American mythology, we have the whole concept of two-spirit. People who are getting angry about this, it's just with lack of information and awareness because when people have their awareness questioned, they don't understand and then they get angry and they dismiss things. So because they're like, oh my God, Loki's gender fluid. I don't know what that means. That means Loki's going to change. 
I don't want Loki to change. So they dismiss it. Loki's not going to change. He Loki been. Loki been changing. <laughs> he been changing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to stop being angry now because uh, I do feel excited to learn more about Loki and hopefully he can pave the way for other LGBTQ characters in the MCU. We've talked about some of them in other episodes, of course, and especially now that Disney owns X-Men, which involves a lot of LGBTQ characters. I think Loki's going to pave the way for this like second wave of Marvel heroes. Sometimes sexuality and identity are crucial to their character arc. So Loki paving the way for that, even if it's like in a very minimal way, it's very cool. Uh, so this is the end. Uh, we're going to meet peacefully at the end of time. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of Pride Month too. So is, yeah, mm-hmm. I guess we have met peacefully. <laughs> we have met peacefully at the end of Pride Month and all of time. I think Loki is off to a great start. Like I've said many times already, I think Loki being gender fluid is great. I think it means both everything and nothing because we're getting more information about the character. We're bringing awareness, but also he's not changing. This also is our final Pride Month episode. Ever. No. It is the end of June, therefore it is our final Pride Month episode (laughs) of season one. Uh, It's been a blast. I've had a lot of fun. I hope you have too, T. Mm. Too, (laughs) T. We hope the episodes we have done in the past month have taught you something or maybe opened your eyes up to things you have never thought about before. Your ears, not your eyes. Like always, our socials are down in the description below if you want to give us a follow. If you would like to rate our podcast, give us five stars, give us a review. Anything helps. We love when you guys do that. This has been the Geek Squared Show, things where we talk about the show where we do things. Keep that in. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. And have a great day. Can we just, sorry, for a moment, can we just point out Marvel has monetized ancient myth and like religion? (laughs) Like they literally just tell stories. Yeah, but it's one thing to like read the story and be like, wow, Thor is this unobtainable being. And then you have Thor. (laughs) (laughs) He's a friend from work.